Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. In this episode of Tech Intersect, I chat with CEO and founder of Career Rehab LLC, Kanika Tolver. She's a highly decorated information technology federal government professional, a rebel entrepreneur, and certified professional coach. Kanika is also a serial innovator who's fueled by an extraordinary commitment to social change and to helping others create their own epic lives. Through her business and acclaimed book of the same title, Kanika shows that she is deeply committed to assisting career transformations for students, professionals, and retirees. Her company provides career coaching programs, events, webinars, and digital resources to help people reach their career goals. And she's been featured on CNN, CNBC, CBS Radio, Yahoo, Glassdoor, Black Enterprise. The list goes on and on and on. So I'm really excited to share this conversation with you today. It is chock full of resources and other tips. So be sure to be in front of your computer or taking notes. Now, a quick heads up before we jump into the episode, I'm hosting another one-hour free cryptocurrency, blockchain, and the future of everything session on Friday, November 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So if you're tired of wasting time trying to break into the crypto markets alone, curious but confused about what crypto is and how it works, afraid you'll miss out on another chance to ride the Bitcoin wave, scared to invest in crypto because you think it's illegal or unsafe, or if you just want to be on the leading edge to prepare for blockchain's disruptive impact in your industry. Definitely join me for another masterclass. I'll talk about the hot topics. I'll talk about what crypto is, what blockchain is, how Bitcoin and blockchain are different. I'll also talk about the potential disruptive impact across various industries and sectors. I'll talk about the digital dollar that Congress is considering. I'll talk about the latest news with PayPal entering into the crypto market and much, much more. And I look forward to answering your questions. Visit AdvantageEvans.com to register. That's AdvantageEvans.com. All right, now it's time to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Today, I am so, so excited to finally welcome Kanika Tolver to Tech Intersect. Kanika is the CEO and founder of Career Rehab LLC, located in Washington, D.C., the district. Yes, I went to Howard Law School, so I have a special place in my heart for anything in the district, including GoGo. We'll talk about that in a moment. But at Career Rehab, she helps clients transform their careers with coaching programs, events, and digital resources and empowers them to reach their career goals. She's an in-demand coach for sure, a consultant, a speaker, 
absolutely a thought leader. She's been featured on a host of major national and international outlets and platforms that you would all be familiar with for sure. And if that isn't already boss status, Kanika is also the author of the acclaimed title, Career Rehab, Rebuild Your Personal Brand and Rethink the Way You Work. We'll talk about all of that and more in a moment. But first, Kanika, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. We finally did it. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and have a conversation. I almost forgot that we were supposed to start recording because we could go on for a minute, but I'm, I'm glad to share this, this conversation with the listeners too. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. So before we jump into some of the topics of conversation that I want to have with you and, and share with the listeners, talk to me about just how you know personally you are doing in the midst of this pandemic season, social, political unrest, racial division, all of the, the things that we just didn't see coming and we don't actually have a clear idea of when this is going to end. So just like a check-in. Oftentimes, you know, when you have high energy, high powered people, people don't really check on you because they think everything's going well. So so how are you doing? Um, I'm doing fine. I think that this is a season of healing for me. Um, personally, I mm-hmm. started the pandemic in March, just like everyone else. And I actually realized that um, I was accomplishing a lot of things, but I wasn't accomplishing taking care of myself. Mm. So I've used this dark time and this bad time of things that are happening to really take um, some time to um, refocus on hiring a nutritionist, getting a therapist, working out and changing the way that I eat and things like that. So I could be saying I started off with a lot of anxiety and digestive problems. So I think yes. it come from the anxiousness, the worry, the stress, the anxiety. And sometimes, you know, our gut is like our second brain. So um, right. for me, I think success looks like in, during the pandemic is a little bit more focus on, you know, being productive, but also making time for rest. I love that. And I'm right there with you. You are, you know, we have this awesome Twitter circle of support and I've gained so much from watching your journey as you're working out and taking certain things out of your diet and trying to find replacements that bring you joy and, you know, offer you energy and don't zap your energy. I'm on that process and that path as well with my three times a week virtual workouts in my home. I have basically turned a third of my house into a gym. <laughs> so that's been, that's been really uh, fun and a really great way to um, maintain not even just my physical well-being, but as you said, my mental, my emotional, my spiritual well-being. Sometimes I'm not jogging. Sometimes I'm just walking very slowly because yeah. it's a mental health <laughs> moment just to get out. So yeah. I, I definitely appreciate that. I, I, I agree. And I don't do it 100% for physical either. I do it, you know, to, to keep my mind. Um, I love walking my neighborhood sometimes because then you can just think and talk to yourself and pray. Mm-hmm. And you, just, you can have a lot of reflection time. And I think we can really reflect on what is going good and and what is not going good and just adjust from there. Right. Well, I'm glad that you're doing well and, and I'm cheering you on from afar from my bunker. Um, So keep doing what you do. Now I want you to share your origin story with the listeners. How did you come to be the Kanika Tolver of today, the author, the speaker, 
specifically your focus and expertise in technology. What was your path leading up to this moment? So I took a traditional route. I have a bachelor's degree in computer science. I went to a HBCU, Bowie State University in Bowie, Maryland. And, um, you know, a lot of my career path and journey has been just trial and error. I spent majority of my career in the federal government space. In 2014, I left the federal government um, because I'm a project manager is my primary um, role leading software development teams. But um, I Mm -hmm. found my path in really when I took the leap of faith and I left my government job in 2014 and I went to private Mm -hmm. sector. And that's where I birthed career rehab even before I knew career rehab was going to exist because I had to reinvent myself. I was very unhappy in my government job Mm -hmm. and I was very I was I was very like, you know, entrepreneurial, innovative. I was always the youngest person on my team. I was always the only woman or the only minority, but I was very unhappy. I said, so let me leave leave my government job and go into private sector. And I went to went into private sector and that's where I kind of learned more about reinventing myself within the technology industry so mm-hmm. I could be happy and find career peace and happiness. I love that so much because so much of your work is focused on the future. But I always say, uh, I say this about my workouts and I say this about my work, the future me, one, five, 10 years from now, I'm creating that person. I'm creating that experience today, right? Sowing those seeds. So what does the future of work mean to you generally? And then We'll talk a little bit more later about the future of work, specifically in tech, but just the future of work. Where are we? Where are we going? How do people start to reimagine where they're going in in terms of what the future of work looks like? I think the future of work looks like for for most professionals, I would say for, you know, definitely for millennials and even Gen Xers as they adopt this, Mm -hmm. because, you know, baby boomers are pretty much have left the workforce or are leaving, you know, I think the word flexibility is what comes to mind to me is that I believe that more professionals within the future of work want more flexibility. And I think COVID-19 has shown that the future of work is now like what we could Mm. never imagine about working from remote and companies leaving um, their, you know, they leased a lot of property and they had, big corporate offices. And I think that people were scared of the idea of working from home a hundred percent because they thought that, you know, people could not produce. But I think what we've right. seen is that in the midst of people having children at home, having family members to take care of, people can still get their work done in the midst of a pandemic. And when the pandemic is over, I foresee that people are going to work from home and have more flexible options um, as we, you know, get closer to, you know, getting a vaccine and us getting out of this current administration. Absolutely. The pandemic really forced the hands of a lot of those in leadership to make some very hard and very fast decisions. In fact, when it hit, I right now I teach at Penn State Dickinson Law Schools in Pennsylvania, but earlier in the year when the pandemic first hit, I was the associate dean for academic affairs at the University of New Hampshire School of Law. And I was charged with the responsibility of setting the new academic agenda 
to mm-hmm. be delivered 100% virtually, literally <laughs> like over a weekend. Like, oh, I just remember the weekend. It probably was the last night of good sleep that I've had this year up until recently. And then to train the entire faculty on how to do that and bring in technologists, et cetera. But the point is we did it. Right. Um, it is, you know, not perfect. There are many limitations, but, you know, it was finding the opportunities and leveraging the best of technology to re-engage students and colleagues in a different way. That's really working quite well in a number of instances. That's a whole other conversation about the things that could be tweaked. But the fact that we were forced into this environment to really embrace, as you said, the future today, you know, we were always talking about 10 years from now, what the workforce could look like. We are legit living it right now. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's really important to focus on those opportunities. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. I think, you know, the gig economy will continue. You know, people always talk about the gig economy and how that's going to be something that's going to be really popular. Now we've proven and shown that people can, you know, even do different freelancing and gigs and short term contracts remotely as well. So if full time companies can do it, then I know that people can have the flexibility to do that if they want to pursue, you know, other short-term employment roles. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Tech Intersect. Our conversation will continue in a moment, but first... A word on an exciting opportunity. There's a more cost-effective and time-efficient way to reach your leading-edge learning and earning goals, to put you ahead of the stiff competition in this fast-paced, tech-driven economy. You need skills, credentials, and a fast track to a competitive advantage. You need it now more than ever, and I can help. The Advantage Evans Method puts you ahead of the curve with condensed, comprehensive online courses, curated content to leverage your current skills and expertise, live coaching, networking opportunities, and more. Upcoming courses include From Cash to Crypto to help you buy your first Bitcoin, and there are two ways to get your advantage. Advantage Evans Encore gives you maximum experience for your total competitive advantage and access for one year. It includes a live welcome and modules on terminology, buying and selling, exchanges, mining, earning crypto, trading and investing, and also several of the legal issues you need to know in order to be safe and secure as you enter this space. That includes tax compliance, how to plan for a Bitcoin estate, and securities laws to make sure you avoid any legal unforced errors. Now, Advantage Core gives you the essentials. It's a short course to give you what you want and the support you need to buy your first crypto in as little as three weeks with access to the information and replays for three months. And if you're not quite ready for your Advantage, 
and want a sneak peek to try before you buy, then register for a free masterclass where I share my Crypto 101 success checklist and cover current hot topics in crypto. So there truly is something for everyone, including you, to get in on the fast track and learn and earn in the digital economy. Visit AdvantageEvans.com to get started. That's AdvantageEvans.com. And now, back to the conversation. Yes, that's a really, really great point. It actually leads me into something else that I wanted to talk with you about, and that's about how the future of work is being transformed by the future of education and the transition from years of school and traditional degrees. And I have a, you know, I have a lot of ABCs after my name and checked all the boxes as all good Gen Xers did, right? But, you know, we're moving away from that traditional model. It's nice if you have it. And by have it, I mean the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it will cost to acquire the ABCs, right? Or to focus on skills and credentials. And so many uh, companies now making a college degree optional. And I know that you've shared a lot of your wisdom about what that means to be in an environment to amass skills and credentials rather than, or or in addition to if you're mid-career, but, you know, the option to focus on particular skills and credentials. So how is the future of work being transformed by education in that way, specifically in the tech world? Going back to, you know, the word flexibility, I think, you know, companies are being a lot more flexible with qualifications and and education requirements now. Being in tech, I used to be that person that believed that you had to get a four-year degree in computer science or engineering. So for me, I have actually kind of, I've actually have kind of watched my career coaching clients that are mid-level professionals. I've watched them have a four-year degree in another industry and get a tech certification and leverage the existing experience and education that they had to transition into tech just with the certification. So when people come to me and they're like, hey, I'm in finance, but I want to get into tech, what certification should I focus on? I've seen people be able to revamp their resume and revamp their experience because we all touch technology in some way. We just have to like translate the past with the future of where we're trying to go. I really believe that people getting tech certifications, it's, it's popular now, but I just foresee it being the normal thing and people getting a four year degree or master's degree for self gratification purposes only. I don't think it's going to stop people from landing a a new opportunity in the tech industry if they don't have formal college degrees. Absolutely. 100%. And I know sometimes people think it's controversial for me, you know, having received tenure early on and serving as a, a law professor, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I'm also a lifelong learner. So your point is a wonderful one that there may come a time where I want to learn something specific and go into a more formal program. I doubt it for me, but I am a lifelong learner. Anytime there's something new that I can engage in, I will spend my money and learn it. And sometimes that's for my own 
personal edification, because I know that there's no wasted effort. But if I want a specific skill or credential, I would focus on what you're talking about, about these tech certifications. You shared recently about the best tech certifications to secure in order to prepare for the future, especially for Black people in tech. Would you share some of your thoughts about the best technical certifications out there now? Sure. So um, I feel like tech certifications for Black people is the short journey. We've been beat down by so many other things in our life. And it's like, it's the short <laughs> shortcut to um, landing a, a, a good entry-level job into tech. It's the shortcut to being able to build financial gains and wealth for our families because, you know, tech has six figure, six figure jobs. So some of the best right. tech certifications that I have been, I have, you know, even earned myself is, you know, focusing on AWS, Amazon web services, cloud computing. It's really popular mm-hmm. now. So if you want to get the Google Cloud certifications, the AWS certifications, the Microsoft Azure certifications in cloud computing, those are extremely popular right now. And they do guarantee, you know, I'm not saying that you're going to start off at six figures, but they do guarantee that you will be able to earn, you know, up into the mid six figure um, salaries. Um, Some of the other certifications I would encourage Black people to focus on is IT security or cybersecurity. So you Mm -hmm. have um, the CISSP, you you have... um, you have Microsoft um, Security Plus. These certifications are really good for people that want to focus on securing applications and networks. Some of the other certifications that I do think that if you not want to be super technical and you really, really mm-hmm. want to make six figures managing teams and leading projects is the PMP, the Project Management Professional Certification. Right. Um, because I just don't want all black people or just people in general to think that you have to be a developer to make six figures in tech. You don't. If you want to be a project manager, the scrum master and the PMP are definitely good enough to help you be able to still make the same money, same money as a cloud engineer. That is such great advice because, you know, I think of in my blockchain courses, I talk about it. Um, Not everybody is going to create a blockchain or create a decentralized application or some decentralized autonomous organization on top, right? I am tech adjacent myself, but you can find ways to serve the tech community. So I'm an attorney, I'm an intellectual property attorney that adds value in the space, even if I'm not quote unquote building, right? I'm building the people so that they can know and build the tech or being an educator. So creating online courses and other ways to educate people in the space. And the reason that I took, you know, about three and a half years ago, so closely and, you know, falling into the rabbit hole of blockchain and distributed ledger technology was to ensure that I was teaching the next wave of lawyers Mm -hmm. to be conversant in tech. So they, you know, when people quote unquote, walk down the hall to legal, that legal knows what they're talking about right. and that the tech folks can understand what legal is talking about and, and that they can work together. We've gone in this kind of bifurcated process for so long. It's just a 20th century way of thinking that we have to have more collaboration in the tech space in particular and business folks, tech folks, legal folks need to all be conversant and working together to build for the future. So I love very much that you remind people that 
you don't have to build it necessarily to be a part of the larger tech ecosystem. Yeah, um, that, that's so. Yeah, I think that's so important because I think before back before black people shied away from STEM because of the science and the math and the programming and the engineering. And now we have product managers, we have business analysts, we have testers, we have, you know, we have so many people that can maximize their communication and writing and soft skills to still help build a successful tech product. That's perfect. I'm going to go back over some information and drop some links in the show notes to help people get started. I'll, I'll connect with you, Kanika, after this, if there's some additional link that I might share um, sure. with the audience, because we, uh, I know you're all about the resources. I'm going to uh, do my homework, but I'm going to run something by you and see if there are any other things that I might add to the show notes. All right. I'm taking a look at time. I cannot believe it already. <laughs> but my final question before um, telling listeners how they can learn more about you and your upcoming webinar and your work Final question is just some best advice or best practices for listeners who really want to pivot during this pandemic, reimagine and rehab their careers. You have some really great insight and wisdom in your book, Career Rehab. Anything that you want to leave the listeners with to uh, to pivot in a pandemic? Um, first, before you want to uh, rehab your careers, you have to turn your anxiety into accomplishments and you have to shift your mindset into understanding how to do that. So I just think it's important for us to check in with our mental health first and then start working on, you know, rehabbing our careers. So it's important that you really maximize understanding how to network online. We're going to be in this mm. for a couple of months or longer, we don't know. So networking online is something that is important. So maximize social media and LinkedIn to connect with the people that already have the information that you desire to learn or have accomplished the types of career goals that you're trying to go after. So we have to merge our, our network with our future. We can't mm. people that we were networking with in the past that wasn't adding any value with us. We need to network with those that are going in the same direction that we are trying to go in. And the last thing that you guys can do to rehab your career is to really focus in on identifying what skills and knowledge do I want to learn during this time? How can I take this time to learn something new or get a certification or take a course that could add value to my resume? So look at the job descriptions and figure out the things that you don't know. And that is your cheat sheet of the things that you should be studying and learning so you can get through this pandemic and you can start learning those things and adding them it to your resume for your job search. So powerful and doable, you know, having something where it's the next right step. You don't have to have it all figured out, but taking active steps in a positive direction, betting on yourself, you will never lose, or I'll state it affirmatively, you will always win. And I love very much this checklist. I'm definitely going to drop some additional information in the show notes about that. Kanika Tolver, I adore you. I'm so happy to be a part of your Twitter sister circle um, <laughs> and continuing to, to cook with you and tweet with you and build with you and nation build even more importantly with you. So thank you for spending this time with us. Tell listeners how they can learn more about you and your work. 
So you guys can definitely check out the book Career Rehab. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, all major book retailers. You can download a copy of that, purchase a copy of that book. Um, you can connect with me at kanikatover.com if you guys want to be a part of the Career Rehab coaching program. Um, you definitely can reach out and join my mailing list. And you can reach me on LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is where I spend a lot of my time, my professional networking time. So if you guys want to reach out with me through LinkedIn, I'm on all social media platforms um, at Kanika <laughs> on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. But if you guys want to do professional networking, LinkedIn is always the best and the first resource that you guys should use when connecting with like-minded folks for your professional network. Perfect. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I will see you on the interweb and in the future. <laughs> in the internet streets, as Minda would say. <laughs> yes, we could not complete this episode without a shout out to Minda Hart. So definitely she got her, she got her shout out and, um, yeah. and, and I'm glad that she brought us together. Thank you so much. And I appreciate this amazing opportunity to be a part of your podcast. Wow, I love all of the advice and resources that Kanika shared in this information-rich episode. As I said at the top, I hope you were taking notes, but here's a recap. Look, the future of work is now, and it's time to take a breath, take an inventory of your expertise and goals, take charge, definitely take some courses, and take a leap into the next exciting and enriching stage of your career in this tech-driven world, even if you consider yourself tech-adjacent like me. And here's one more bit of life work for you to do until we meet again. Share this episode with three of your friends who could benefit from this advice and start an accountability circle to help everyone stay motivated, encouraged, and on mission. And final housekeeping notes, Take a moment to like, comment, and share this episode and this podcast with your networks. Follow me on social means and let me know what topics you'd like to hear more of and who you'd like to hear more from. All right, that's all for this episode. Until next time, continue to shine. Stay in touch with host Tanya Evans via your favorite social media on Twitter at at Tech Intersect and on Instagram via the handle Tech Intersect. This podcast has been produced by Stephanie Renee for Soul Sanctuary Incorporated.